everybody, and welcome to episode seven of Right Reason, the biggest online conversation on ethics, philosophy, and pop culture. I am James Syro, Sirovius, as I will heretofore, hereafter, hitherto be known. Watch me stumble through episode seven. Fun fact about number seven is there are seven deadly virtues, I mean, holy virtues and deadly vices in the world. So if you want to know about ethics, look up the virtues and the vices, and there are seven. T, we've missed last week because of a little thing called Independence Day, I guess. Some people observed that. I'm just kidding. It was the biggest uh, holiday for me and my family. My son was an absolute flag. He was a walking flag. He had a, a flag hat, a flag, a flag bandana, and a flag shirt. Um, and that's what we missed last Friday, but here we are again. So let's do this thing. A user on Quora states, everyone hates ads, banner ads, Instagram ads, Facebook ads, and YouTube pre-rolls, commercials, pop-ups, etc. What are some cleaner, less invasive ways for companies to market their products to use? Right, that's exactly the right question because I think, I think the era of commercials and, and, and ads is ending. And, and the only reason we have them still is because um, that's how things were always done for the last like 150 years. Um, one of the best ways to move into the next era of marketing are things like, like the number one, I think, the number, the, the number one move uh, is sponsored content. So for example, if you're, if you're going to make an expensive piece of content, be it video or an article, why can't you go to a brand and have them sponsor it? And all they do is it's, it will just say sponsored by Nike, right? Um, Vice was actually very good at that before they kind of fell from grace. Vice, this major company that you'll see more on me about in the future. Um, Sean, Shane Smith was a genius, is a genius in marketing. So he had this thing in which he would have a show about traveling all over the world um, to like the North Pole and Antarctica and the jungle. And he went to North Face, you know, this major clothing company, and he asked them to sponsor that show. And, and the only thing they got from the show, it was just a regular show, but the only thing they got was at the end, it would say produced by North Face for like five, you know, half a second. That's, that's the whole thing they got. And by having millions of views on that show, he got them millions of exposures. But the audience never felt like they were being exploited. They were never barraged with commercials. Um, so that's, that's, I think, the number one move. In fact, he's been pushing that move a lot back when he was still a CEO of Vice. And uh, I don't think anyone has caught on to that. And I don't think anyone's executing on that nearly as well after him. So that's, that's an open space, a white space in the marketing landscape. Another move, um, which he didn't, he didn't do, but it's, it's a possibility is, uh, endorsements, right? So in that travel show, instead of saying produced by North Face, he could have been wearing a North Face jacket and be like, Hey, like my jacket is really warm. I don't know what it is, but like, it's, it's amazing. And then the camera would like turn it like, and, and would capture the logo just for a second. Um, same thing, right? So, so endorsements, um, product placements are also ways of, of getting your product out there without, um, without b bothering the audience or making them uncomfortable or, 
I mean, like the, the audience understands you have to wear something, right? Like, like this mic right here, you know, like it's, it's a Heil PR40. They didn't pay me for that, <laughs> but they should. <laughs> but that's what it would look like, right? Like nobody is for the worse for me saying that. Um, no one's time is wasted by, by we all knowing what the microphone is, but they get an exposure. That's, I think, the future because, because like if I, if I take a second and I read a commercial about microphones and how great Heil PR40s are, they're amazing, the, the sound quality, the acoustics. No one's going to listen to that because that's not authentic. That's not, um, that's not what they're here to listen to. And, and the more we can shift away from that to like sponsored content, endorsements, um, and you know, like other things like, um, you know, off, off content promotions, like, like I'd have a show about travel, um, 3 million views on YouTube or whatever, no endorsements in the show, no North Face jackets, no produced by North Face, but then we host a live event afterwards and we bring some North Face people or something as sponsored by North Face. This event is, you know, uh, so there are many ways, but ads are on their way out. You're right. Another user on Quora asks, what are some things no one tells you about beginning a startup? <sighs> There's so many things. No, but I, I had the answer right away. And um, the hardest thing is that it's lonely. I mean, there are many things you don't hear, right? But, but there, 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 are, there are good things. But the good things, if you do it, you'll find out. So that's... That's it's just part for the course, but there are bad there are bad things about it, which nobody nobody that doesn't start a business really understand that much because it's very very lonely and there's no one to go to for help. Um, because there are so many nuances in a business that nobody understands unless you have a partner in business or like a board of directors or something like that. Um, nobody understands all, all the nuances. So no one can really tell you, should you hire more people? Should you fire some people? <laughs> God forbid. Should you like expand to a new market? Should you open a new office? Should, or even if, even if it's a small office like ours, should you buy another table or save and like get more people around the existing tables? Should you save some money? Or should you buy more to create an impression of abundance so people you know, come in and feel more blah, blah, blah? Or how do you sell a product better? Are you doing a better you know, not as well as you should be. Like, like no one is sitting there as you're selling the product. No one is sitting there as a third person critiquing you. Oh, the next time, make sure you say this better. Don't say that. That was awkward. Don't say that in the future, please. Like, no one is there for that. You just do, do your thing. You come out, you do your spiel. And then, you know, the client might say, nah, I think we're, we're going to go with somebody else. Or they say, we'd love to. Let's go, let's go for it. And you don't really know what worked, what, what didn't work. Um, and I, I tried in the beginning to ask clients for like feedback or like, Hey, what did you think of what I said? But obviously that's not going to work because they're, they're, they're not here to, 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 you know, be your babysitters. So, um, I stopped doing that. Um, so it's very, very difficult to get any sort of outside feedback on how you're doing, how well you're doing. So the only thing you really have is your experience. And, um, the only thing I, I mean, we can talk about what I do to, to balance that out, that really extreme one-sidedness. Um, but yeah, that's the hardest thing is, is you're on your own and there's no one coming to help you. <laughs> the user on core asks, 
Who is the smartest person you've ever met that didn't or doesn't meet society's definition of success? Um, that's a great question. So somebody who is successful, right? T, is that the question? Is they are successful, but they don't meet society's definition of success. Yes. So that's interesting. So it's so then the question is about my definition of success versus the social definition of success. Um, and my definition closely aligns with Gary V's, Gary Vaynerchuk, and Gary V's success definition is you're doing exactly what you want to be doing. Whatever that is, if you're doing that, you are successful. So if you're lying on the beach, you're successful. If you're working 18 hours a day, you're successful. All those things are viable candidates for success. It's, it's not those things that determine it, it's what you think about them. Um, and if all, if all of us can just do exactly what we want every minute of every day, that is, that is the definition of success from sort of the, sort of the internal metric. Um, but that's not the social definition. Um, society is very, is pretty much one-sided and one-dimensional on that. And I would say the social definition is, is about all the externals, right? Things you can, you can parade on Instagram or in person or at parties or whatever. Uh, things you can wear, uh, things you can flash, and, and, and you know. So um, there are there are m many people that. Here we go. I have a great answer for you, um, and I, I, I don't get political, but in the context of today's conversation on gender, right. Um, the one, there's one role of somebody that is very important and can be very successful but doesn't get any credit, and that is a housewife, right? Think of the least, the, the most boring, the most neglected, the most like, maligned role is just is to raise eight children and be like the greatest mom in history of all time and raise human beings, right, the next generation by herself and provide for their future and... Um, education and clothing and, and inspiration and values. And that person never gets the credit. And I don't even, I mean, I know some people that, that live that life, but let's just abstract from those people and just say that person that maybe you don't even know who that person is, the fact that you don't know even many of the names is the, exactly the point. She might be the most successful person, but we don't even know her name. And sort of society is not really interested in giving her the credit. That's not the politically correct success metric for what you have to do and have to have for you to, to get the credits from, you know, the, the marquee brands and players. So me having had a little, a little son already, it's the, the greatest joy of all time. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I've been missing out this whole time. All of you watching, all of you in this room, like, it's, you're going to, you know, you're going to love it. It's just incredible. And I'm having, hopefully, God willing, a daughter on the way as well. We're in week 29 now, and I can't wait to raise a little daughter. So, so just imagining eight of those <laughs> or seven, like in the olden days, right? All of our grandfathers and grandmothers had seven children, six, eight children. Um, having like an entire little castle home full of pitter-patter of little feet, as I call it. It's the greatest thing ever, and yet it's the least acknowledged, the least respected um, thing to do. And I think that's a mistake, and I think children are the, the best, and people that, that raise children are maybe the greatest unsung heroes of our time.
All right, I'm instructed to do an outro. <laughs> psst, psst, quick. Thank you for watching. Um, this is now becoming a thing. Right reason. Hopefully our reason has been right. We should do that as a part of our thing. Hopefully our reason has been right because that's, that, that is the intent, right? The intent is to, is to get behind sort of the flashy two-second answers and to think about things deeply a little bit, a little bit more, more, more profoundly, have more time, have more of a canvas to expand on something and, and, and build into, lean into the idea of, of reason and rationality in today's hype culture of, of superficiality. Um, and hopefully we're doing well. If you think we are, let us know. If you don't think we're doing well, let us know because we'll keep at it and hopefully you'll stick at it with us. See ya. Hey, T, you should read some questions as well because you're right here. But you, we're like going to Cynthia, but like you're right here. Do you have any questions? If not, we'll go back off camera off to Cynthia. The off the dome, off the top. Can you pass the question to T and then she'll read it? There we go. Just read it. Just read it. Just read it. Read it. Read it. And then you. Person you've ever met that didn't or doesn't meet society's definition of success. Okay, I didn't hear that. What's the question again? <laughs> <laughs>